You're listening to Living Free and Fulfilled. I'm Katie Bach, your host, a Gemini, yogi, intuitive spiritual guide who believes in the magic and the power, the wisdom that lives inside of you. And that's what this podcast is all about. I am on a mission to empower you to create a life that feels good for you, a life where you can live it your way. Tune in each week to hear from me, to meet new people as they are interviewed, as we share together tips, tools, practices, experiences that have guided us to create a life that feels good so that we can support you on your journey to live a life aligned with your soul as you plug back into yourself rediscover your power, your inner wisdom, and the magic that truly flows throughout you. Are you ready to live free and fulfilled? A new episode starts now. Hey there, and welcome back to the podcast. It's Katie Bach, your host. And today I'm going to share with you seven lessons I've learned about yoga after 13 years of practice and eight years of teaching. It's crazy to think how long I've been doing yoga and how long I've been teaching, but I'm so grateful for the pathway of yoga, the practice of yoga. And so over the years, I really learned a lot about what yoga is that we don't always talk about. And in fact, a lot of times you don't hear about So I wanted to share it with you today. Um, The first lesson I think I've learned about yoga and the perception of yoga is that most people believe yoga is just asana, which is the physical practice of yoga, the movement of the postures, because that's a lot of what we see about yoga. That's most of what we see. And actually, yoga encompasses so much more. Yoga has a full philosophy system. It has yamas and niyamas, which I believe to be guidelines towards freedom. They kind of are guidelines to life, to living. It's a whole set of 10 different elements, principles that can really support you moving through life. And it's really, really powerful. We do an amazing deep dive in teacher training into the yamas and niyamas to explore that aspect of yoga. And I have to say, every session that we do this deep dive, I discover something new about myself, about the yamas and yamas. And it's just such a powerful piece of yoga that we don't hear about a lot. Yoga is also pranayama, which is breath work, breathing, breathing techniques, breath awareness. It is meditation, which is mindfulness and the practice of meditation, but not just a practice of meditation. It's kind of like a state of being meditative, being that observer, being that witness, really, really powerful. And yoga encompasses so much, so many different practices, so many different elements, such a powerful practice. And, you know, Lesson two that I've learned is that yoga has become so commercialized. Most of these deeper practices, deeper parts, and its roots have been lost in translation, which I think is something that we really need to change because it has such a powerful ancient history, such a powerful practice and path that has been 
used for so many years, so many roots, so many deeper parts. And really, that's why I'm sharing this with you today, because I really feel this urge to break down the perception of what yoga is to really share an authentic and holistic version of yoga. So that's lesson number two. It's become so commercialized. It's become so business-esque that these deeper parts and these roots that are, can be so powerful are actually been lost in translation. Number three, the ultimate intentions of yoga are self-awareness, mind-body-soul connection, and creating a calm-centered self. It's not about flexibility or strength in the body. While the asana practice, the physical practice of yoga can provide these things for your physical body, yoga is ultimately about self-awareness, connection, union of body, mind, and soul, and creating this centered self, this calm centered self, self that you get to access whenever you want. Really powerful intentions that sometimes we miss when we talk about yoga. Number four, within yoga, there are many paths to access these intentions that have no asana or physical practice in them, no physical movement aspects. We have something called pratahara, which is the withdrawal of senses. This is a practice of yoga nidra. There are lots of different things you can do, such as breath work. There is this meditation, becoming the observer, the witness, mindfulness that involve no physical movement in the body. And yet you are still walking that yogic path. You are still a part of yoga, practicing yoga, being in yoga. And so these intentions of self-awareness, of mind-body-soul connection, union, wholeness, creating that calm-centered self aren't necessarily accessed in the asana or physical practice. They can be, but there's also other paths within yoga to access these things. And I think we really forget about this a lot, which is why I want to share it with you today and talk about these things because yoga has been such a powerful practice in my life, not just the asana, the physical practice, but all of the elements of yoga. And so I think it's so, so important to understand this deeper layer of yoga so that we can stop having this perception that's not fully open. I mean, it's kind of important for everything in life, right? Kind of adjusting our perceptions, open to learning more and understanding deeper so that we can stay open in our minds and our hearts and move through this life. Anyway, number five, it's possible that popular styles of yoga, such as vinyasa or power yoga classes, can create more chaos in the mind than calmness. Sometimes there's so much going on, there's so much chest movement that it can actually create a stress response in the body. So it's really, really important that you find a style of yoga or a practice of yoga, an instructor, a guide, a space that really aligns with you and your intentions within yoga and what feels best for you, which will change from time to time. Because yoga's intention is to create that self-awareness, that calm, centered self, that union of mind, body, and soul. And if you're going into a class, or maybe you've gone into a class before and it just felt really chaotic or you felt stressed afterwards, 
or even if your body felt injured afterwards, tense, sore, then maybe that's not the space for you. All yoga classes are not created equally. All yoga instructors are not the same. And so really the lesson I learned is that you, when you dive into yoga, you really want to find a space, an instructor, a guide that really connects with you and supports you in creating those intentions within yourself. And sometimes that guide, that instructor is actually you. And you just have to discover that within yourself. So it is possible that there are yoga classes out there, yoga experiences out there that are causing the opposite of yoga's intentions. And there's no judgment here. I'm just saying, find what works best for you, what feels best for you. There is so many different yoga experiences, yoga classes, yoga paths out there. Number six, we all see these headstand pictures or these advanced pose pictures on social media. Headstand, handstand, bird of paradise, scorpion, flying warrior, all these different poses. And these would be considered inversions or advanced asana poses. But honestly, meditation and breath work can be more challenging than these poses. Yoga is not about doing a headstand or a handstand or bird of paradise. If that's something you really align with and you want to do that, great. And if you're like, no way, no how, that's great too. Because I'm here to tell you that I have struggled more with meditation and breath work than I have with headstands or handstands or advanced yoga poses. Because meditation and breath work really ask you to sit with yourself, to go inward, to become aware and to be a witness to yourself. And sometimes that is challenging. And so meditation and breath work aspects of yoga, I believe, are really more challenging than those inversions or those advanced asana poses. Something to consider. And number seven, when we just practice the asana of yoga, the physical postures, the movement of those physical postures in yoga, it really keeps you at this surface level of something truly amazing. And there is no judgment here because I practiced just asana for a really long time until I discovered these layers, until I made this choice to dive in deeper. And when you dive into the depths of yoga, there is just so much to discover, so much to open up within yourself, so much support, so much there that can guide you. And I am just in love with yoga and all of its elements. The physical practice can be really supportive in moving energy through the body, becoming embodied. It can be supportive in creating that awareness. The breath work, the pranayama meditation aspects have been so powerful in my life. And yamas and niyamas, that self-exploration through these principles is so powerful and transformational. I can't even begin to describe the impact that it has had on my life. So these are seven lessons I've learned about yoga. In the past 13 years, I've practiced, eight years I've been teaching. And really, 
it is these lessons that I learned that kind of inspired me to create the Authentic Alignment Teacher Training Program, which is co-taught with Nicole Shackelford with Be With. And so we really are on this mission to share an authentic yoga experience, share holistic yoga with the people because it is an amazing path that has transformed my life and many others. And so we're here to share it with you. If you are interested in learning more about yoga on the mat, beyond the mat, let me know, send me a message. And I am going to be working on creating a yoga exploration, kind of like a 21 day or 30 day yoga exploration where we're going to dive into all these aspects of yoga at different days, different moments in time. So I'm really excited to share that with you later on. Um, But for now, if you are interested in exploring yoga at any level on the mat, off the mat, please reach out. I'd love to hear from you. And thanks for showing up today. Thanks for pressing play. I am grateful to you, listener. And I will meet you back here next week.